It's time once again for our broadcast, Good News and Better News, where we spend 22 minutes advancing the theory that life really does not suck. And now, here is our host, author, screenwriter, and podcastman, Jonathan Richard Kring. Let me be completely clear here at the beginning. I, uh, I have no visions of grandeur. I understand in the great smorgasbord of life. I am small potatoes down on the end. Don't have any problem with that. I know that no one appointed me the job. And perhaps I should stay on the sidelines and quietly coach the, the few players that come to my little podcast who might be interested in my individual approach. But doggone it. Oh, doggone it. I'm putting on the black and white shirt today, playing referee. And I'm going to throw a yellow flag. It's a flag for an illegal motion. How's that? And that illegal motion that's going on all over the country is false confidence. False confidence. Somewhere along the line, we become obsessed with self-proclamation, self-worth, self-esteem, self-promotion, and self-belief based on nothing but an egotistical assertion that we should be something that it turns out in the long run that we're really not. I mean, I, I don't know which is worse. Which is worse in life? To realize you're not that much or to find out you're not that much? That's an interesting question. And by the way, this false confidence we try to instill in each other has not made us a better country. For instance, telling our children that they're all great all the time, all great all the time, has not actually made them great. Matter of fact, they're a little bit socially retarded. They're defensive. And sometimes they're just incapable of just hearing that necessary criticism that's required as a human being because you wear skin and you pump blood. You are not a god. You are not godlike. You're not made of stardust. Just dust. We're all nuts. I have to include myself. I get carried away in it too. Do you? We're, we're, we're watching people in football uniforms, 19, 20 year olds, college boys, and we're trying to envision what they will be if they can stay undefeated, uninjured, unhampered, and free from legal difficulties with their girlfriends and the law. Here's the best way to describe the human race. Here's the truth about us. And it is the truth that makes us free because the truth frees us up from trying to pretend. Are you, are you just damn sick of pretending? Here's the truth about the human race. We are willing, but we are weak. We are willing, but we are weak. When we walk around declaring ourselves strong, 
the challenge to prove that statement. Immediately, people say, okay, so that's what you say. Well, prove it to me. It comes right to the forefront, which at least leaves at least half of us wearing that failure hat at all times. After all, only one person wins, which means at least one person loses. Here's what we should be working on. Work on your willingness. But there's something inside of us that doesn't want to work on willing. We, matter of fact, we think it's kind of mature and adult to act reluctant. Uh, well, I, yes, I guess I can do that. You know, I put me down. I'll, I'll be there. You know, oh, how lucky we're going to be when you arrive in your bad mood. Thank you. Thank you. Part of us thinks it's immature to be willing. That's what little kids do. They get in the car. When are we going to get there? When are we going to get there? Are we there yet? Are we there yet? We think, oh, that's immature. But that is exactly the way we need to bubble in our soul if anything's going to be accomplished. We need to be willing. We want to declare ourselves strong so we don't have to be weak. Makes sense, right? Because... This would require us to be willing to be honest, setting ourselves up for improvement. Yeah, when you're willing, you quickly find out how good you are at something. I remember I had a friend of mine that played chess, and for years and years and years and years, he tried to get me to play chess with him. I, I didn't want to play because he was good, and I knew I was weak. But one day I thought, what the hell? The worst thing that can happen is that he was going to win and going to talk about it for the next five years. I sat down, and because I was willing, we played three games, and I won two of them. Most of it was just dumb luck. He overthought the game, but I got away from fearing my weakness or pretending I was strong and instead followed my willingness. We would much rather pretend in our society that we are so good at what we do because we are, we're naturals. Is this, is, a, is this a new thing? You can't teach that. We'll, we'll look at somebody and we'll say, you can't teach that. Yeah, he was born with it. She's got a natural ability. She sings because the angels gave her a voice. Fact of the matter is, you can teach it. And nobody came out of the womb with ability to do anything other than cry, pee, and poop. We need to teach one another, share with one another the power of just being willing so that we're not afraid to admit where we're weak. Being willing is enough to carry you on to victory as long as you do not insist that you can possess strengths which really are not there. See, if you can claim strengths as long as you're not willing, right? <laughs> yeah, I can do that. Well, let's see you do it. Well, not today. So you can, next time it comes up, well, can you do that? Oh, yeah, I can do that. Well, would you do it for us and show us? No, no, not today. People think they remain strong because they're not willing. They don't have to be, try their situation. It's time for us to arrive at what I call are factual, actual. Let me say it again. Factual, actual. 
not what we want to be, not what we dream ourselves to be. And God knows not what we claim as our destiny, but rather an assessment of where we presently are, an evaluation of our willingness and an honesty about our weakness. When human beings do this, like you, you and me, when we do this, we are so desirable to the tribe that they revere us in some ways as being superior just because we're willing, even though we're not necessarily great. If you're waiting around to be great, that list is very short. After all, even if you want to get religious here, Jesus isn't special because he was God. He's special because he was human. He shared our skin. He he shared our blood. He shared our temptations. He shared our weaknesses and even ended up sharing in our death. If you're going to get political about it, considered almost universally the greatest president of all time, was Abraham Lincoln. He was willing to take on the job, although he constantly stated, constantly established his weaknesses to those around him. He was nearly overwhelmed by the task set before him because of his insufficiencies, but it carried him through because of his willingness. Great people develop a factual actual, which instead of limiting their possibilities, establishes what they're willing to do and what their obvious weaknesses may end up being, but it doesn't matter because they were willing. We are pissed at one another because we listen to the stump speeches that each one of us offers when we're trying to be optimistic instead of viewing and acknowledging the actual willingness we possess. Are you willing? That's what I want to know. I don't want to know if you're great. I don't want to know if you're accomplished. I want to know at this point in history if we can put together a thousand willing people, then show me. Let me, let me give you really three really quick thoughts on this. If you want to get along with other human beings, you've got to scope their willingness instead of either pointing out their weaknesses or overlooking them totally. So how do you know when people are willing? Can, can I give you the first one? One, when an idea is presented, listen to see if they bring it up again. If people are willing, they will mull over an idea, and then you will hear them speak it back to you instead of you trying to promote it to them. Do they bring it up again? Are they beginning to incite inside of themselves their own willingness? If they aren't, folks, listen. If they aren't, all the prayer meetings, pep rallies in the world aren't going to get them into the game. Can I give you a second one? Stop making suggestions to other people, even when you're asked. One of the ways people talk themselves out of great ideas is by listening to too many suggestions, which eventually overwhelms them and makes them frightened of even trying. I find it difficult sometimes. Are you, are, are you like this, to read Facebook? Because everybody has so many goddamn suggestions that you just want to run out of the room screaming. 
I have become a better human being simply by ceasing to suggest. Even when I'm asked, people must find their own willingness. You cannot transfuse it into them like blood. Maybe I, maybe I could slide into the third one right now. Here's the third one. Champion their energy. If you see someone moving in a certain direction, move with them. Don't question whether more should be accomplished or maybe you should do this instead. Well, that's good, but this is better. Champion their energy. Okay, let me give you an example. I, love, uh, I hope you love this. Maybe you believe, for instance, somebody should sell their house because it would be a good financial move for them. But they may not be ready to do that. But you do notice that they've begun cleaning up the house. Champion that. Nobody, after all, will ever sell a dirty house. Don't criticize them because there's no for sale sign out in front in the front yard. Pat them on the back for grabbing a dustpan and a broom. You want to encourage people in their willingness, not their bragging, not their optimism, not their dreams in their willingness to take on that which is right before them. Because if you have enough willingness, these people, they can overcome their weakness by either setting it aside or not putting themselves in a position where their weakness is so obvious. Stop listening to the rhetoric that tells us that we're, we're exceptional. America is the best or our team is number one or our business is growing by leaps and bounds or even our church. It's the friendliest one in town. Shut the hell up. Because it is. It's hellish. Whether you believe in hell or not, I can tell you. I can tell you what it would be like if it exists. It's a place where people will bitch about the other folks who failed them, insisting that they, if they had the right opportunity, they'd have kicked ass. That's hell. Unfortunately, that is threatening to become our country. You can say you're the greatest country in the world, but listen, when you're 17th in education, it's a little hard to prove it. When you're 24th in the treatment of medicine and patients, and, and when you're 20th in the kindness and openness and equality to women. You need to back off a little bit. We need, some more, we need some more willingness, which will expose our weakness, which will allow us to grow in our strengths. Can we become willing again? Because we know we're weak. If we tout our strength, our weakness will show up. But if we become a nation of willing individuals, we have the chance to overcome our weakness and do great things. Here's how you can find your factual actual, by the way. I threw that statement out there, factual actual. And if you want to be honest and not embarrass yourself with false claims, here's the path. First of all, tell everyone you meet, I have done the following. No, there's nothing wrong with reciting your accomplishments. Secondly, say, I can do the following. What is that based on? It's based on the balance of willingness and weakness. What I can do is when I put my willingness on one side of the scale and my weakness on the other, 
I can see where that lands me. Then I know, and I can report to you, I can do the following. And finally, thirdly, based upon these two things, I will commit the following. In other words, I'm willing to throw myself in on this particular energy level. I've been honest with you about my weaknesses. I'm coming at you with my willingness, and I'm letting you know the battles that I've won and the tasks I've accomplished. This is your factual actual. I have done the following. I can do the following. I will commit the following. What is my factual actual? I have done the following. I can do the following. I will commit the following. When you decide to escape the foolishness of claims and instead give your fellow humans your factual actual, you become so valuable that people will want to work with you over and over and over again. The good news is if I find my willingness and balance it with my weakness, I have a true report. And the better news is that report becomes my factual actual, which you and I can take together to the bank. That's it for today. Stay tuned next week when we will gather once again and find ways to put the pin back in the grenade. Be sure to subscribe and follow us on social media and at goodnewsandbetternews.com. <laughs>